special live edition of Sing Second Sports uh, here. My name is John Schofield. I am the host of Sing Second Sports. Joining us today is a uh, special guest, as always, Bill Wagner of the Annapolis Capitol and also Naval Academy Sports Information Director Scott Strassmeyer. Uh, we are coming to you live this morning with this video uh, to talk about some pretty big breaking news. We talked about it yesterday. Bill broke the story in the Capitol that because of the COVID pandemic, we are moving the Navy-Notre Dame game from Dublin, which was to be played in Aviva Stadium in Dublin, which is a pretty cool place, uh, moving it back stateside because of the travel restrictions, because of the concerns with the uh, virus. Uh, and now, for the first time in the history of the rivalry between Notre Dame and Navy football, uh, they will be playing in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, the, the real you know, breaking of that story was by Bill Wagner. So, Bill, I'm going to throw it over to you for a brief summary of, of what you wrote about and any questions you have for Scott on that. Well, obviously, this is something that has been lingering out there. Everyone knew with the virus situation that the game in Dublin was in jeopardy. And i got to give Chuck Gladchuck a lot of credit. He was measured. He didn't rush to judgment. A lot of people have canceled things far in the future. He waited till was the appropriate time, and he and Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director at Notre Dame, sort of had the June, first week of June, as a, what they felt was reasonable to let their fans, their administrators, everybody who needs to know, that this gives them plenty of time to make the adjustments they need to make. Um, so, and I think this is a really creative solution to come to Annapolis. It's not likely that there's going to be 70,000 fans allowed in the stands in, well, now Labor Day weekend, I was going to say late August, but now Labor Day weekend even still. Um, so the idea of going to M&T Bank Stadium or some other professional stadium was not necessary anymore. And now all of a sudden you say, hey, well, let's play it here at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. The reason Navy Notre Dame has never played at Navy Marine Corps is because the demand for tickets greatly overwhelms the capacity, which what stress, I think the Air Force game in few years back set the record wasn't it just over 38,000 and that's with standing room only correct 38,000 with standing room only that is correct right and so the bottom line is is that Navy Marine Corps is now pro totally appropriate for the game in this setting and I for one it, it's going to be a memory of a lifetime I've covered some great sporting events Cal Ripken breaking the Lou Gehrig's record I could go on and on but I'm going to rank this one up there because it's it's once in a lifetime it uh, will never happen again unless, of course, there's some other crazy pandemic like this that causes a similar situation, which I doubt. So, Strauss, kind of on that note, your thoughts, because you've been running Navy Notre Dame games as from a media standpoint for years. You've done it at every NFL stadium across the country from Jacksonville to Giants Stadium. And now you're going to be doing it in your own stadium. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, everyone's disappointed that uh, we're not going to Ireland. That's uh, definitely an event that everyone had circled, both Navy and Notre Dame. It's a great trip. Aviva Stadium's beautiful. The people in Ireland do a terrific job of running the game. Uh, but like you said, because of the pandemic, um, it just wasn't in the cards. 
And because we don't know the, you know, how many people can attend the game, it really didn't make sense to go to an NFL stadium. So this is a first, probably a last um, Navy Notre Dame game ever to be played at Navy Marine Corps. So it, it, it really, it truly is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, we, we were trying to think the other day, just, Notre Dame playing in Annapolis, period. I can only remember once in my 30 years they played an NCAA lacrosse tournament game at Navy Marine Corps maybe 15, 15 years ago, and that's really the only time I can even remember. So it's exciting. Um, you know, back of the house, I'm, I'm, I'm worried myself having to social distance in a small press box, Navy Notre Dame. You know, there's going to be a lot of people, unfortunately, uh, told no. So Schofield and Cervello, please don't even ask. Uh, <laughs> I don't envy you. That actually is a very serious situation with the media. I've been in a press box both in in, uh, South Bend at Notre Dame Stadium and in the NFL stadiums, and the demand from the media for press credentials is is enormous. And you you are going to be disappointing some people, probably some people that have never been shut out of a Navy-Notre Dame game in their careers, but it's just your your hands are tied and you only have so much space. have you begun to think about it, or would you rather not? Oh, we've definitely thought about it. We're actually going out to the press box tomorrow and and starting to social distance and see how many seats we have, and then just start telling people like you know it's it's going to be very very limited, and I'm not going to be a very popular person. Um, I was actually talking to Eric Hansen of the South Bend Tribune yesterday, and uh, I was like, hey, just want to warn you, it's a small press box, and and that's without six feet you know, in between each seat. So it's even smaller. And he was like, Hey, I totally get it. I actually applaud you guys that you're doing it the right way. And health is the main thing. And if we can only bring one or two people instead of our normal three or four, that that's the way it is. And so, yeah, we're going to have to figure that out. It's definitely going to be interesting. I I wish I could break our social distance press box in with another game that's maybe won't be quite as popular. So we're definitely being thrown right into the fire. Um, but it, it is, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, and really these events are for the student athletes and, and I, I couldn't be more excited for the football players to have a chance to get to play Notre Dame at Navy Marine Corps. Um, it's obviously been a great home field advantage for us. And, uh, I, I know that guys are excited. I talked to a bunch of them yesterday. Um, you know, so hopefully we can, we can still have a football season. You know, it's trending that way. You just never know with this pandemic, um, which way things will break. And obviously the Naval Academy will be working with uh, the governor and, and the mayor and the, you know, all the city, city people and, and to, to, to work our way to be able to play a game at Navy Marine Corps stadium, but it is trending that way. And we are excited. Well, and I, I talked to Malcolm Perry yesterday because he signed with the dolphins and received approval from the department of defense to play pro football, which is an exciting development, but I you know, said to him, did you hear about this Navy Notre Dame? And he's like, oh, man, I really wish I could have played Notre Dame in Annapolis. That's going to be awesome. He goes, I, I'm, I envy those players that are going to get to do that. They all know what Notre Dame game is. And to be able to play it at their stadium they love so much, this, this is going to be a great experience for every member of the 2020 Navy football team, no doubt. Yeah, it really is exciting. And, and no matter how many fans we can get in the stands – I know it's still going to be a, a, a good advantage for us, the people, the number of people that are there. I don't have a number right now. You know, no one knows the number. Um, you know, I know I was saying I was, you know, 
trying to figure out the press box. You know, Matt Munley's got an even bigger job trying to figure out, you know, ticket allocation once we know how much percentage. So um, I can't say woe is me because he, he definitely has even a tougher job than I do. Um, but it, it, we'll, we'll still have a good home field advantage, you know, no matter what the number is, the, whoever's there is going to be cheering loud for the mids. Well, we were talking about it before we went live that, you know, here, here you have a town that is extremely dependent on tourism dollars. Um, you know, not completely dependent, but dependent. And, and you've had boat shows canceled in Annapolis. You've had commissioning week canceled in Annapolis. You've had businesses almost completely shuttered until just this past weekend uh, where outdoor seating was allowed. So I think a really neat thing for the town is to welcome Notre Dame in, Notre Dame football in. Now, that might not come with it, the standard traveling posse of Notre Dame fans that they normally would bring uh, if there were no travel restrictions or pandemic out there. But I think it's a good thing for the town of Annapolis. And, and hopefully things are normalized enough by Labor Day weekend where you know, that people can turn out in droves, even if they can't go into the stadium, patronize local businesses and watch the game there. It's been, it's been kind of a, a crappy spring for Annapolis business. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it's something, you know, no matter what that number is, it is something. Um, and we're, and we're a long ways away from it. You know, things are rapidly changing with the virus and with, you know, medications and, you know, different things. So who knows where we will be. Hopefully it continues to trend the right way and doesn't go the wrong way. Um, but yeah, it, it's an extra home game in, in Annapolis for the businesses. So it, it certainly can't hurt. Uh, I know personally, I've tried to keep all the uh, restaurants in business by ordering a lot of carry out. So anytime it's, anytime it's my night to cook, I'm definitely hitting a, uh, Naval Academy restaurant partner. Cause, cause about the only thing I can cook is toast. So I'm hitting all the restaurants, <laughs> restaurants when it's my nights to uh, cook and give Kristen a night off. Wags, I'll throw it over to you for any, uh, for any last questions. Well, I think one thing Navy's going to have to do once it's decided, let's just say the governor and the county executive and the mayor of Annapolis all agree that 15,000 fans is all that should be allowed. It's going to, Navy is going to, and they'll push it hard because our Navy Athletics Department does a great job of this, but they're going to have to encourage people to stay home. Because one thing I was talking to Chuck Gladchuck about is the fear of overwhelming your parking lot with people just thinking, hey, well, I know I can't go into the game, but I'm going to go tailgate because it's going to be an event. And Chet even mentioned there may have to be security on the, the perimeter of the prevent that. So uh, hopefully people will, once Navy makes the decision, I hope people listen and don't try to come to the stadium unwanted if they don't have a ticket because that's what Chet said. There's 5,000 parking spaces on the lot. That means everybody who has a ticket will have a, a parking pass, and if you don't, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, you know, all that stuff is being discussed. And uh, I think an, another interesting element is, you know, people are asking why Saturday and Sunday, or Saturday or Sunday. But if you want to talk about a tough job, it's, it's the TV programmers right now. I mean, you're looking August, September, you're going to have college football. You're going to have Major League Baseball, hopefully, NHL, NBA, golf all going on at the same time it's it's going to be unprecedented in tv sports um i know i know they've got to be pulling their hair out trying to figure out you know who is playing where when what network and who's broadcasting it. it i mean it's going to be like nothing we've ever seen before i mean i i don't know how they're going to do it so 
that's why it's a Saturday or a Sunday because there's only so many TV windows. And I think right now they're trying to figure out, you know, when's the NBA, uh, NBA uh, playoffs going on, dates and stuff with that. You got the NHL playoffs and then what MLB is going to do. So there's a lot of unknowns in the TV world as well. Um, so it, that game, you know, we may not know, you know, until sometime in July when exactly the date is. Uh, just because it's a, it's really a hard job for TV to, to figure all this out. Yeah, for sure. I, well, I know for, for myself, uh, Strass, that I'm hoping for kind of that perfect combination of the planets aligning where Naval Academy football plays, Indiana basketball plays, the Dallas Cowboys play, and the Cincinnati Reds play all on the same day. And then we can all watch Strass's head explode. <laughs> Um, sounds, so, like a four, sounds like a four and oh day to me <laughs> the, ever the optimist well um hey for bill wagner for scott strassmeyer thank you so much for uh making time when i know that you're just busy as all get out right now trying to trying to manage these branch plans uh for for wags and our producer chris Cerbello, thanks to strass for uh being with us and for all of the Sing Second Sports uh, team out there, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll have the regular pod dropping on Monday of next week. For now, this is Sing Second Sports. We are out. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this pod are our own and don't represent the views of the Naval Academy Athletic Association, the United States Naval Academy, or any organization for that matter. Play-by-play calls from the Navy Radio Network are used in the opening of the show and from time to time will be part of podcast segments.